Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Tuesday. It's the ninth day of June 2020, or possibly 2024, or 2030, or 2097. I don't know. This year is stretching out into an infinity, and we're not even... Are we halfway done? I'm not great at math. I know it's the six out of 12 months, but I think we need to get further into this month, right? It was my understanding there would be no math on this podcast. So I, I thought I would do a new thing. And when you listen to tomorrow's show and I forget to do it, would you send me a note to Jason at a brief saying you forgot the thing so that I'll remember to do it the next day, possibly. But here's the new thing. I have these two cool items. One is a kind of a day plannery thing made by Slingshot, which is a, a collective of people doing cool work. And you can find them at slingshotcollective.org. And it's just, it's one of those, it looks like a paperback book almost, and it has uh, small slots for every day throughout the book, and on each day it has events that happened in radical history. Plus, at the back of the organizer, there are sections like, fuck the police, tips for dealing with cops, know your rights with ice, system change, not climate change. Uh, There's a thing about... um, Good sex being an aspect of mutual aid. There's a contact list for radical groups around the world. That kind of a thing. That's the kind of organizer it is. It's super cool. And again, slingshotcollective.org. And then in our kitchen, we have the Certain Days calendar, which is another wonderful thing. Uh, You can find that at certaindays.org, put out in uh, Montreal. And this is another kind of a thing where there's uh, really beautiful artwork for each month and also radical events, Um, not for every single day, but for most days, you know, plus like a lot of the basic holidays for various religious traditions and that kind of thing. So I thought what I would do at the top of each show, and it normally won't take me two and a half minutes to do it, but as I would just read you what was mentioned on those sources. So today is Tuesday the 9th. Uh, On this day in 1902, Washington State passed an anti-anarchist law. So there you go. And in 1934... I don't know why this is in here. I've literally never seen an event like this. I'm so glad I started today. Uh, In the Slingshot Organizer, Tuesday, June 9th, 1934, Donald Duck's film debut. I I don't know why that's there. But that's beautiful. I'm so glad I started on this day. That's awesome. Yesterday, I uh, rebroadcast some of... A brief chat number 15 with some new stuff around it about um, why cops are bad. And someone, well, not someone, a guy named Nick, uh, whose full name I won't use because I didn't ask him for permission. But he responded to that, you know, saying, well, I I pretty much agree with you, but I, I don't really I can't really envision a world in which there aren't police. And that made me think that in as far as the thing I posted went yes, uh, yesterday went. Hi, how are you? I think it's good, but it Nick is right to say that it does not really spell out a vision for what happens next. And that was not really its aim. That was more of a it was more of an analysis of why I think cops are just inherently bad. And there's no such thing as a good cop. But if we're going to get to a world without cops, what does that vision look like? And I'm not going to lay out an exhaustive proposal today, but inspired by Nick, I wrote a thing, it's very short, that I just wanted to read to you and give you some idea of where my head is at around all of this stuff. So this is the thing that I wrote yesterday. You can find it um, on my website if you want it in text form at jasoncrane.org. And I also tweeted uh, kind of an image of the text 
uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I didn't tweet it on Instagram because that's not how Instagram works. But I think we all know where I'm where I'm at with this, right? So here it is. It's useful to remember that when people like me call for the abolition of the police, our proposal is not leave the world exactly as it is, except without the police. The idea of police abolition goes hand in hand with the idea of communities taking care of the basic needs of their people. No baby is born to a life of crime. Instead, babies are born into a world without adequate shelter, food, education, leisure time, arts, communal structures, play, and all the other things that make life worth living or even possible in terms other than mere existence. As long as we continue to allow our society to work at the whim of corporations and the wealthy and the powerful, there will always be a need for an armed force to enforce those whims. When I say get rid of cops, I also mean take the money we use on cops, whether here inside our borders or via our armed forces, and use it to build a better world. Of course, we can go even further than that, past the need for states and borders at all. But imagine for a start, if we used the money we spend on tanks and rifles and flashbangs and bombs and drones and rubber bullets to instead house the houseless and everyone else, feed the hungry, clothe the naked and everyone else, educate all who want it, provide a basic income, get rid of the idea of landlords, allow people to have leisure time and to develop their minds and their bodies and their spirits as they see fit. Then we can deal with the few folks who'd be left who simply can't or won't become members of such a society, and we could do that without cops. Now, that's not a concrete set of plans, but that is, well, there's some concrete stuff in there. This is the kind of conversation we don't even have in this country. I mean, we don't have serious conversations about doing things like getting rid of the military or even reducing its budget. It's the one thing that's always guaranteed to go up in this country. We may not spend on health care. We may not spend on education. We may not spend on housing. We may not spend on any of the basic needs that people have to live. But we sure as hell will buy more bombs and bullets and equip more soldiers and build more planes that the military doesn't really even want, but that defense contractors want until we can have real conversations about where we spend these trillions of dollars, we can abolish all the police we want, and it's not really going to materially change too much in our society. Let's do it anyway. But we need to actually build a livable world. I mean, shouldn't that be the goal here? And we cannot do that the way things are running now. The Democrats are not going to do it. The idea that we're just waiting for another crop of politicians to save us has been proven for some number of hundreds of years now to not work. All of that said, in the in the time that we are organizing toward this better world and building these small communities that can take care of each other, that doesn't necessarily mean that we can't also be making some of these other changes. This is where I find some of this stuff the hardest to figure out because I am definitely uh, on the side of revolution rather than reform. I get that not everyone is and that I would like people to, I guess, be working towards something at least. But I don't want us to become distracted as we so often are by these ideas of reform that suck up all our energy. And then once the person gets into office or the bill passes or doesn't pass, then all the energy that went into that just dissipates and we like turn things over and we stop 
with the bonds of organization that we had created. We're not building communities to support one another. We're building kind of task forces or cadres toward one issue or one electoral candidate. And then when that is over, everything just dissolves. And that's not very useful. And it's not it's not useful for long term change. And I think we see the results of that. I mean, we've tried for decades and decades and decades to elect people we thought were going to do things that would help us. And generally speaking, they don't. So I'm talking about us doing the the actual work on the level of our communities, however you define that, but generally speaking, small, to build mutual support networks where we help feed and house and clothe each other. I don't have any hope that the government is someday going to say, you know what, we don't need a multi-hundreds of billions of dollar defense budget. What we should have instead is a social safety net, and here's what we're going to do with those hundreds of billions of dollars instead. That day's not coming. It's just, I just, it's not. And even if it does someday, the idea that what we should do is wait for it to arrive seems to me a suicidal idea. There's no fast way to achieve what I'm talking about. That's for sure. But we've certainly spent a really long, slow time getting almost nowhere. So why not spend a slow time actually building something that could last? Anyway, that's what I mean when I say get rid of the police. Again, it's not the idea that we just leave everything as it is. It's the idea that we change the world so that having an armed force in all of our towns is not necessary. That's today's show. I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Got a great poet coming up for you on Friday. I'm so excited. Uh, someone whose work I've loved for years and years and years. And uh, I'm really uh, excited that she said yes. And so she'll be here on Friday. All kinds of cool stuff coming up too in the weeks ahead. If you want to get in touch, you can do that. Just email jason at abriefchat.com. Remember that although I post on social media, I don't go on social media. So I don't see your replies or anything like that. So if you want to get a hold of me, jason at abriefchat.com is the best way. Oh, also huge thanks to uh, Nick the guy I mentioned before, um, after he sent me those emails kind of engaging in dialogue, he then became a member, which is amazing. So uh, thank you very much to Nick. You know, in fact, I don't know if Nick is a jazz guy or one of these guys. Did I look and see which show he became? No, he became a member of this show. <laughs> it's just be funny if I thanked him here and he actually became a member of the jazz session. But no. It was, in fact, this show that he joined. So <laughs> thank you very much, Nick. Uh, if you'd like to be like Nick, you can go to abriefchat.com and become a member. I love you. A better world is possible.